2: Welcome to another fun filled episode of Offensive Points. Where today we got your, your tears don't fall, they crash around me. Tears for running backs and the teams they land on is what we will be talking about today. As always, I'm with my cohorts, Josh and Billy. You can follow Josh at Josh Hall S-T-L. And Billy at Ombre Vendor on Twitter. Follow us all at Offensive Points. And follow the IDP Army because we are just throwing content at you. And it is up for you to take it all in. You know, take it all in. Like a fine wine. Swirl it. Sniff it. Drink it. And win your leagues because of it. Josh, Billy, what is
3: cracking? You said line and sniff in the same sentence. And somebody we know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I just <laughs> want to talk about one Yikes. thing. About how we come into this podcast and we always sound so happy but behind the scenes for the first like 10 minutes before we record the podcast we're just being complete assholes to each other and i fucking love it it's my Nick, favorite you thing. send shit trades all the time dude calm it's down called i called was drunk when i sent that <laughs> it's a it's a warm-up it's like you know some a little bit do like
4: voice exercises they do voice exercises we do a little chit chat a little here and that you know back and forth little right.
2: fighting amongst the crew
4: sometimes you just gotta fight man Sometimes you get a race. Yeah. Juices flowing. Okay, but before we get to what we're doing today, I just want to say that YouTube TV announced their pricing model for this upcoming season's NFL <laughs> ticket. Um, first of all, YouTube TV, come on now, who in the hell knows how to get to that? B the pre-sale price for non-subscribers to YouTube TV is $350. And it's $450 if you don't, if you're not within the pre-sale amount, $450 for uh, Sunday ticket on YouTube TV. Josh, I want to know how you're planning to explain to the Buffalo Wild Wings staff how to get YouTube TV hooked up to each one of their TVs so that you can enjoy NFL Sundays.
3: So as you know, um, I watch uh, football at Buffalo Wild Wings. I would have said a a sports bar and I have to explain weeks one through three to the new manager or whatever's going on there. Um, I can't I can't answer that. But um, it's always tough trying to explain, hey, you need to put all the games on because we're here to watch all of the games because I have every single player in fantasy football on one of my teams in, in another league or so. Um, it's going to be difficult. I'm not going to lie because the first week's going to be a learning curve for me as well. I haven't used YouTube TV since they raised their prices to like $95 a month. Uh, so it's tough for me. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. So Joe, you're a you, YouTube
2: this, TV guy, yeah. right? I am. I am. I indulge in the YouTube TV. I love it. I'm not paying that much Ooh. money for an NFL ticket. It's
3: garbage. I, I just go
2: to Buffalo Wild Wings with Ash. Like I,
3: I, I like what NFL Plus did last year, where it was like five dollars a month to stream the games on your phone or iPad. That was perfect for me because most of the time I'm like at home, um, except for like an Eagles game or something, and I'm watching like Sunday Night Football and I'm like cooking dinner or something. So I just kind of have it sitting over there while I'm cooking, and everything is great. But I'm sorry, I'm not paying $350 to watch football football games. Like, this is a lot. Like, why why are they not making this affordable? Why are they not making this? Like, why can't NFL Plus just be like, bro? Here you go, twenty bucks a twenty bucks a month. I don't know, like that. I feel like that's a reasonable price. Like, it's they see what bro. Other streaming,
0: I, I understand.
3: They don't that. Like, they don't <laughs> want
2: us cores to have access to the NFL. That's that's clearly the direction this is going. But Billy, let me answer your question here. This is how this is going to unfold. All right. Josh is going to walk in probably two beers deep and sit that's down That's not true. I, I don't have my first beer until noon on Sunday. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, a couple of vapes deep. And he'll walk in, sit at the bar, and uh, start throwing coasters at the bartender immediately.
3: Depending and on then, if I know them or not, but yes.
2: And then uh, if I a could. game's not on, he'll say, hey, can we get this game on this TV? She'll go get the manager. The manager will take 28 minutes to get this game on. The whole time, Josh is like, "That ah, I'm a customer here. I've been coming to Buffalo Wild Wings for like 10 years. I need this game on. I got, I got money on it. Blah, 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 blah. blah. That's how this is going to go. And it's going to be hilarious and epic. And the managers always hate Josh. And then they get the whole group. They get the whole vibe and then they love us at the end of the year. And then we just straight up stop going right when football stops. And then they're always like, where'd you guys go? We missed you guys.
3: Yeah. Which is really funny because they hate us. week one. It's a business for-
2: relationship. Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm sorry to say it. If you want to sponsor us, I'll come, I'll come there more, but your chicken kind of sucks sometimes.
3: Yeah, I only get beer. I was actually just doing the math. I spend, on average, probably $20 a week there with just a couple beers and the tip and everything. That right there in 18 weeks, which, to be fair, I usually miss one, so I probably could minus 20 bucks. But that right there is $360. That is every Sunday I can literally buy $20 worth of beer and tip and go watch all the games at once, which I can't even do that at home with NFL Ticket because unless I have 15 TVs to set up, which – Seems a little excessive to have at home. That's the startup cost alone is just a lot there. Why would I not just go to B Dubs and yell at them about how they don't know how to use YouTube TV? It's just well, it, it's I just, just don't have.
4: Can you even? I don't even know how to. And this maybe is showing my age, which is sad because I'm only thirty. But I, I don't even know how like a bar would get it's YouTube gonna have TV app. connected to each TV because with a satellite package, obviously each one has a channel, but with YouTube TV you have to be attached to an app so I don't really know
2: yeah. how It's like Roku on some Rokus you can get it on Amazon fire stick on some of them you can get yeah, it yeah and, and on then on like X5, Samsung
3: smart TVs and stuff yeah. like that but those are not smart TVs those TVs have been there since 2009 those things are essentially yeah. monitors
4: they're not really even TV because they're all connected to one box I don't even know how that's going to work for sports yeah bars. it's going
3: to be an issue for a lot of us uh, people and I including myself and I will yell at everyone remember are, and
2: are not ready for this
4: like the, they the it off
2: satellite completely
4: yes it's not no it's oh. exclusive to youtube tv like it, you're literally this is what i don't understand how this is going to work because i don't know how this is capable of doing that and this platform.
3: reminds me joe when did you move back to st louis 2015, 16, 2016. 2016. Okay, so 2016, I had this specific bar I used to go to and they had NFL ticket when the manager was awesome on Sundays. Kristen came in there, did homework one day and he was just like pouring Vegas bombs. He was a nice guy. Anyway, um uh, unrelated. But he we went in there the year later, like because, you know, I go there the week one after week 18. I don't see them again. And we went in there week one and I bought a pitcher and I was sitting there and they, the games clicked on and Joe's running a little late. And I look up and I go, I see Rams game, Rams game, Rams game. And this is when Rams still were in St. Louis. And I was like, yeah, uh, where's the other games at? And the bartender goes, "Uh, what? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and some guy was like, it's all right. He, he'll watch this game. And I was like, no, that's where you're wrong, bucko. Uh, this is not. So I smashed my pitcher. <laughs> I took an Uber because I cannot say I legally drove after that. And then I went over to B-Dubs. And that's where the B-Dubs experience began. Wow.
2: And it's been great ever since. I guess we'll we've see had our, what happens. We've had a hey. couple
3: of places retire on us, but you know.
2: Yeah, we closed one down. Uh, I just want to say the chocolate cake that Buffalo Wild Wings
3: offers is. Dude, phenomenal. will you guys stop eating desserts at one thirty on a Sunday? It's fucking dude, weird. Buffalo
4: Wild Wings having chocolate cake and it being good is a huge upset. Sure. Four but...
2: beers and a piece of chocolate cake, man. I put a fork in me. I go home and sleep like a baby yeah, through the afternoon games. Uh,
3: dude, I never watch the afternoon games unless the Eagles are playing. I pretty much Di- diabetes is sitting
4: there rubbing their hands together when they hear chocolate cake from four beers. Um, I did the math. It's actually. 25 20 bucks a uh, a week basically to watch the games because if it's 450 divided by 17, 25 bucks a week There's to watch 18. the football 18 games. games.
3: 18 but oh well shit. That's even Unless you better, count man. like you just skip the um, bye week whenever your team's on a bye. That's so, like, like as much as be Josh better. pays for beer if did that. He just so, I, it's, actually, it's, it's, it's actually uh, more than I spend in beer at Buffalo Wild. It's literally 25
4: there. bucks a week to watch football. That's basically how they price this out. I guess if they marketed it like that, it would be like less you know yeah like, How they market one dollar per day 450 is oh. like fuck this hell i'm not getting this shit but 25 bucks a week i'd be like eh, maybe but that's know.
3: not one dollar per day joe that's fucking three dollars per day 350 it's it's the loch ness monster nah. oh man it all comes full circle full circle guys.
2: Really capitalism okay. chocolate cake hell of an episode guys Loch Ness Monster. Yes, All right, are is. we
3: good? Do we want to talk we, about any actual fantasy football, or like, are we good?
2: That is explain what, what's going on. What are we we're doing? getting
4: into, okay, today we're going to do a little tier game, tier, T-I-E-R. Um, for the audio audience, we're going to try to explain this the best we can. For the visual audience on YouTube, this is what we're doing. So we've got these tiers here. We've got RB1 is the top tier. Solid is tier two. Meh is tier three. And then dead is tier four. So what we're going to do today is basically go through all of the rookies that are coming into the NFL. If they were to be put onto this NFL team, whatever it is going to be, this this would be this kind of situation for them. It would be a solid situation for them. It could be a potential RB1 situation for them. Um, potentially it deads their value straight out the gate. Or it's a, it's a value, but it's not really there, which would be the meh. Category. So, guys, do you understand how I'm explaining this? Can I help, you know, did it sound not confusing when I said that?
3: I hope just, you can explain to our listeners better than you be can explain to us. Perfect. That sounds great.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, first team that we have listed here is the Miami Dolphins. So, guys, basically, if any running back in, in this draft, it does not matter who it is, it could be Bijan all the way down to Cameron Peoples from Appalachian State, any of them. If they were to get drafted by the Miami Dolphins, what situation would you consider
2: that? Meh.
3: Um, It depends on the running back. I have to – I I do agree it depends on the running back, but I think that there's real value here other than uh, the Kyle Shanahan reject running backs there. There's not really anyone there to, like, say this is the number one guy. So I personally would put them in the solid category because I feel like it could be a Kenneth Walker situation. If like Zach Charbonnet went there. I know we're not talking about individuals, but I'm saying like if someone who has upside goes there, obviously I'm not saying any running back inserted here would be great, but I feel like if you got a good enough one, even Gibbs there, I think could eventually take over the workload this year. So yeah, I, I think I'd put solid.
2: Yeah. If All right. Gibbs well, or Bijan goes there, but Miami has the 24, 24th ranked offensive line. They ran on 38% of their plays last year. They used Waddle and Hill as their insto-facto run game with those short dump-offs and stuff. I just don't think Miami – I mean, if they get a solid back in there, McDaniels is going to use them. It'll be solid. But I think it's meh. It's, it doesn't, it, if Bijan goes there, it's solid. I mean, he's clearly going to be the starter, but. I mean, so. most
3: when he was the lead back, or, you know, or at least in quotations there, he was getting 15, 18 carries a game. I mean, 14, yeah, for nine 16, points. 19, 20, 10. I mean, there was some slower games in there too, but I mean, uh, of the stretch of five games from week four to week nine ish, he was getting averaging 15 carries a game. I think if you give that to of uh, Gibbs. Or a Charbonnet. you still got
2: Wilson there, and you got to – I don't know. I'm just not overly excited about it. We can Just, just,
3: just to on, break Bill.
4: the tie, I'm going with Matt as well because there's too many mouths to feed right there, and I don't think that um, Mike McDaniels is going to want to feature a running back coming out of this class. I think down the line in Dynasty maybe, we could have a different discussion about that. But right out the gate especially for the next couple of years – I don't think that this running back, whoever goes there. Is well, going that's to be something we need guy. to
3: clarify. Are we talking
4: about this year?
3: Are we talking about I the
4: career say of the this running back? Like, okay, so if they go there, they're the immediate RB1. Like there's RB1 of.
3: I, I understand before. that. I'm just talking about because I thought we were talking about promise in the future as well. Like, okay, I thought well, this was like about teams, their
4: career there. You could eventually be an RB1. I mean, there, there there's a chance for every team on here that that could possibly happen. with a
2: three-year shelf life, bro. You can't okay. do it.
4: Well, not on Joe's team, but on everybody's team. I'm just talking about the next year and a half. You should explain the rules again, Billy. I'm just Thanks messing with for you. the love of God. <laughs> well, I was about to say, please do not make me explain this again. So we are calling the Miami Dolphins a mess situation if a running back gets drafted there in this draft. There. Got one out of the way. Only 31 more to go. On to the Tennessee Titans. You said this was going to be a um,
2: short thing for you. Well, too. I was
4: hoping so, but I didn't know how confusing this was going to be to explain. All right, on to the Tennessee Titans. My immediate reaction is dead because I think uh, Derrick Henry is going to be there for a couple of years, but he is potentially on the dra- the trading box. So, guys, what do you think?
3: Um, I'd, I'd have to say meh for this. I feel like it's a meh landing spot kind of because I feel like Henry could easily get injured uh, throughout the year. He is getting older. Obviously, he has shown very little signs of slowing down and when he's working, but they have been trying to work in that backup more often. He's not getting the 40, 30 carries every game anymore. Obviously, that still happens. So, I mean, it just depends on I, I, I could see the I could see the meh because of the injury and the age factor and the lack thereof RB2 on the team.
2: Yeah. I mean, what you guys are forgetting is Sacred Heart's own Julius Chestnut is still on Jesus that roster. <laughs> I'm Jesus. Just playing now, Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, the, Tennessee runs the ball a lot. Malik Willis or Malik Cunningham situation is really weird right now. They're they're out on him all of a sudden. I don't know what happened there. Malik Willis, Malik Willis, Malik Cunningham. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fair but time. Um, yeah. So and they they their line they lost Nate Davis to the Bears. He was pre- he's pretty solid. So it's. It, and man, I don't know. Yeah, I, I do agree. I mean, they, they don't throw the ball yet. If the I mean, cards fall right, then maybe solid, but it's a stretch. Yeah.
4: My problem is like Hassan Haskins is there last year. He was a fourth round running back, and he didn't really get that much run last year. I mean, he wasn't really great in the times he did get in there. Um, but, I mean, two years ago, um, they had, what's his name with the Bears? Foreman, and he was great. So, I, I you know. It could go either way, I guess, for this new person. But I would say if it's anything that's third round or later, it's probably not going to be a good situation. But we can go meh if you guys think that that could lead to good things this year.
3: I just feel like the second spot's wide open, so therefore they're going to need to alternate with him. So I think okay. that you could actually get some fantasy usage out of him this year, whoever, if they were they were to go running back. We'll go meh. Depth
4: chart, you're right, is, is a big part of this. Okay, On to the New York Jets. I'm going to go right out and say dead right away, but you all can also uh, override me on that if you like. Dead.
3: Yeah, 100% dead. The Zonovan Knight, Michael Carter behind Brees Hall. So even if Brees isn't fully healthy, there's no way this rookie is sliding in. And then once Brees is fully back... There's no, there's no spots and with Zonovan Knight and Carter there. There's no way they draft a running back, I feel like. Yeah, if they draft a running back, I think that is telling if it's before, like, the sixth
4: round. But, yeah, I, I don't see them going for this in the draft. It would be a pretty big shock after they spent second-round capital last year to go for it this year,
2: you know? Yeah, the Lions sucks. They didn't run the ball much last year. Dead. Moving on.
4: Perfect. All right. On to the Bengals. Now, Joe, I'll let you kick this one off, but there's some interest here.
2: There is some interest here. If we assume that Joe Mixon is going to make it through this offseason unarrested, then <laughs> um, I would put them as solid behind that offense. You know, they're going to run a lot. Um, Mixon clearly is, I would say on his way out. P Ryan's in Denver now. So I like it. I mean, it's kind of middle of the road.
3: Yeah. So what, what tier is solid. that, Joe? Solid. Okay. <laughs> solid. Is there a fifth tier? Can we make a fifth tier? No, I'm just kidding. Well, we were um, doing
4: five tiers, but we thought it'd be too confusing, which this isn't how this already is not going great, confusing wise, but five um, would have maybe been an over the, over the top.
3: Yeah. So I I I'd give him solid. Joe Mixon news aside, because um, I feel like there's obviously some interest in having him not on the team anymore and yada, yada, yada. But Joe Mixon news aside. He didn't have the best year last year in general, um, and they were using Smazzy P. Ryan even when Mixon was fully healthy. So I have to put this as a solid, like even without all the legal trouble and any other issues that's going on with Joe Mixon, I think we got to put him at solid because I think that this offense is way too high-powered. If they were to go after a guy, you're probably getting a pass catching back to a speedster, uh, something to change. I mean, maybe they go for a bigger guy too. I don't know, but uh, I think that they could immediately have value on Bengals, so
2: R.I.P. Chris okay. Evans. I tried to make that uh, a thing so hard. Never yeah, yeah it's, it's a tough break. It's um
4: tough to All right, moving on to the Browns. Josh, what do you think about the Browns straight off?
3: Nick Chubb still there, but um, I there's nothing behind Chubb anymore, and they do they do like their second guy. I want to say dead, just because I love Nick Chubb, and I think that last year he sh- he proved the haters wrong. Uh, i.e., you guys. Um, but yeah, I got I got to go with meh because there's there's still upside that there's a second you know the second in command there, and I don't, I don't think they really need help on the wide receiver side as they did a pretty decent job in free agency, uh, in trades. So I mean they could probably add one and still, but I, I mean they really have their starting three. They have a good tight end. Hopefully Deshaun Watson's good again. I I, I say meh just because there's that opportunity for that cream hunt spot right now. But although there's a chance that cream hunt still comes back to Cleveland. So. True. since he hasn't Joe. been signed
2: well they said he had flat tires so i think they're pretty damn. much over him
3: they were that was pretty brutal i saw that yeah. i was like damn all right yeah
2: uh brutal. jerome ford's been one of my uh number one like trade for candidates this offseason so i do like that i mean any running back that has the number two role to chubb on the browns they run over 50 percent of the time they have a great offensive line that's clearly their plan uh going into it so
3: i would say it's tough with chubb there but the thing about Kareem Hunt and his, you know, the fact that he didn't have he, he can't run anymore is they gave him they didn't give him double digit carries since week eight. So it's like you're going to give him a chance where he has six, six carries against the Buffalo Bills and then he didn't do anything. He's like, yeah, he, he sucks now. Like, I feel like that was just like a such a like a breakup thing to say, like, yeah, I know, she was a bitch anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> right. like, I just I don't get it. I have That's the Browns funny. as a solid landing spot.
4: Okay. Um, I'm actually going to agree with Joe. I think it's a solid landing spot. I think Jerome Ford, as much as uh, Joe loves him, I think they are going to bring in competition for him. This is a very good spot to land, if especially if you're a pass-catching running back. And I think they're, that person is going to challenge for the RB2 spot on this team. And they do run a lot, so – I think the opportunities will be there right away. The only real problem for the Browns is that they're missing a lot of draft capital. So those picks that they do have are going to be at a premium and is is running back really one of the things they want to use that on. That part I don't know.
3: I have to disagree with you guys here. I'm in the dead meh category. I don't know how that's solid because I don't think they draft a running back. And if they do, it's not an early one because, like you said, they have like two picks in the second and third round. So if that. Going solid. Anyway,
4: on to, the, <laughs> on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I'll start this one off. I'm going to go Matt, to potentially dead. The only real thing that's keeping it in the meh category is that Travis Etienne isn't exactly a clean bill of health every year. So there is a potential for somebody to come in there. Um, I do think they signed somebody this offseason. My bad. I didn't look that up beforehand. Dennis Johnson. Um,
3: Okay, they I'm did. safe. Meh, meh it is, then, for me. What do you guys think? I would actually put this as solid, but I can see why meh is in there as well. I love Travis Etienne, but I think they were interested. It was his backfield. They were giving it to him, but I think they saw what happened last year with the injury um, – or not injury, but just kind of lackluster play. Um, started out solid. cold, they got
2: hot, though.
3: I feel like he started out hot, got cold, but, you know, that's just me. Maybe.
2: I, I would go you know? dead personally. Um, <clears throat> even when Etienne was the only back on the roster, they really didn't use him that much. They ran forty percent of the time. Yards per ca- before contact was at a two point two, and they have a really shitty line. So, I imagine Dearness Johnson is going to get some sort of play on this team, and if they bring someone else in, but you know they were giving Travis Etienne essentially hundred percent of the work after Robinson wasn't there, and they really weren't running him that much. I mean, it looked good for fantasy because he was super efficient. But yeah, I
3: was gonna say, say efficiency that. was good for him. So I guess since mm-hmm. we all were different, do we go in the middle there and go, meh?
4: Yeah, I guess so.
3: Um, not that it means a lot, but they do. Uh, our lads
4: does have Jamichael Hasty ahead of Dearness Johnson on the uh, depth chart. Not that
2: that necessarily
5: same means with sleeper anything.
3: actually
5: too. Yeah, Hasty um, had
2: one really solid game last year and then disappeared from the planet. Yeah, Yeah. I, mean, I don't understand we're...
3: why they got rid of James Robinson. I, I I mean, I understand that they would have had to sign him this offseason because wasn't he a free agent this year? Um, yeah, but
4: I mean, he still would have been cheaper, I, just... I would think. And
3: now he's uh-huh. a
2: Patriot, so he's going to kill Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, ain't that the truth? <laughs> that is
3: going to really be shitty too, because we finally had one good year. Out of the. Well, we'll get to the Patriots. We'll talk about them.
2: In a bit.
4: Yeah, we'll get them. All right. Up next is the Lions. Joe, we're going to let you
2: make your case. My case? Um, this one's really tough for me because the offense, the line, the amount they run is a phenomenal running back slot for anyone that lands there. It really just depends. They signed Montgomery to very much starter money and Swift is, you can't keep Swift off the field. So for this year, it's, I'd probably say, meh, but for potential in the future, I really like whatever back, if they do draft someone, whoever comes in there is going to have a really solid road ahead of them to
3: very valuable touches. 100% dead. There's no way they draft a running back, and if they do, he's buried on the I depth by Montgomery. I agree and Swift. completely. And Gosh, hopefully, Swift. I mean, just... the, only, the only thing that would be the, the downfall is if Swift gets injured again, but I don't think that they can plan. They already planned for Swift's replacement at, with Montgomery. They're not going to go draft yeah. a good running back. If I think they're them.
2: over Swift, man. I think they're in 25. Well, by you three, might be right about Swift. that.
4: I think this I, is a 2024 problem, not a 2023 problem. Yeah, I think addressing opinion.
3: that in the draft would be fine because you got Montgomery for at least a couple of years. And if Swift does get injured, you got Montgomery already there. You're not trying – I mean, Craig Reynolds wasn't great, but he can be the swap back or they can get someone off a free agency. They're not drafting a running back in the earlier rounds. So
2: See, but Monty was a serviceable back on a team that ran the ball a lot because we didn't have any wide receivers at all. I don't think he – is untouchable as far as competition goes. So I could see him bringing a third back in there. I mean, they clearly – Williams last year, he was on – they're on the one-yard line all the time. So Montgomery has valuable in that role. But – I could yeah, see him you missed you missed
3: my rant yet last week about Monty. He was my trade for. Like go get him right now. He's going to yeah. have a fucking breakout year.
2: Yeah, I just don't think he's yeah. untouchable, so that's why Adam and meh.
3: I don't think he's untouchable, but Swift's still there. You know what I mean? They're not trading Swift. I really they're think steal. they're just
2: over Swift. Right I
3: agree, now. but they're going to yeah. use him this year. They're not going to just not use him. I mean, he won't have his he won't have a large role, which I feel like is probably smart at this point. Maybe give him a year. I think of, you're right. I
4: think this is a. 20, I think this is a 2023 that we're going to see what we got, and then 2024 is when they're actually going to deal with it. I, I think we're one year too early on it being. It's a great a landing spot, like though. That. If if something does it's happen, future, but we're re-evaluate about it then, we'll reevaluate it then. If it does happen, we'll we'll kind of hash that out when Billy, it made actually. It clear that we're doing it. Th- we're doing it this Fuck year, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. We only made it six. or t- was that seven teams in? I'm proud of you, Joe. Um. All right, next one on here is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, if Mattinson would have left, I would say this is a solid, but it leads me to a meh with both him and Cook still there.
3: Yeah, uh, at the moment, I have to just, at where we're at on April 12th, I got to say dead because Cook and Madison are still there. Okay. I mean, there's no room for anyone to touch the ball until one of them leaves, basically. And Nwangu wasn't like phenomenal when... Anyone was actually—I do think he had a Watch chance. Watch out for to Ty Everyone. Chandler, man.
2: Watch out for Ty Chandler.
3: I uh, just, yeah, I can't, I can't give I mean, any They're paying
2: Madison three point five million a year, so he's gonna definitely be on the field. Kind of like we've yeah. been seeing him at least. It's the if not the Madison starter because Cook wants to trade. So the dead. thing Absolutely about dead.
3: Minnesota is, is. Unless Cook and Madison are both healthy, which you see a little bit more of like a little bit for Madison. They've really been a one running back team for so long. They're not really looking forward to that split back split workload. It's like Cook's the healthy one. He's up. Madison's the healthy one. He's up. And like, obviously Madison has carved out a little bit of a workload after fucking four years on the team. But in reality, like it's Cook's backfield when he's healthy and it's Madison's backfield when Cook's down. So I just, there's no room for anyone in my opinion. I think you're right. So are we going dead or meh? Dead. I mean, unless dead. something changes, which dead at the moment now. Cook and Madison are on the team. So, I mean,
4: good point. Okay, on to what I think is our first potential RB one situation. Um, but we got the Buccaneers up now, so I could see the the argument between solid and and RB one. Um, the problem is, of course, that they have uh,
3: Baker Mayfield throwing. Yeah, Rashad the ball. White. Yeah. I know. Well, no, Rashad White. Um, oh, sorry
4: is standing in the way from it being a full-blown rb1 but i still think even though they gave him the vote of confidence even though i said last week he's a potential breakout i still could see how they might go high in the draft on a running back even though they don't necessarily need him what do we think
3: i feel like this is the first one since we've started talking about the eight other teams that this is where it starts becoming well shit is if it's Bijan. We know it's an RB one, but even if it's Gibbs, it's an RB one. But like, it comes down to the quality of the player because I think Rashad White's a phenomenal running back. I agreed with you that he'd be a great breakout candidate this year. But if they get a Charbonnet or one of the you know fourth or fifth running backs off the board, I'd just put it at solid. So it's it's really this is one's dependent on who they draft. But I I think I'm going to go with solid because I don't think they're going to go Bijan. They have a lot of other issues with their aging team. True. Although I I I have seen them as a candidate for drafting Bijan as well. So but I think a lot of people don't, the people that are making those mock drafts don't really understand what Rashad White is. Joe understands what Rashad White is. I do. He's awesome,
2: but he's old. Solid is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> solid is my pick here. You got a shitty offense with a shitty offensive line. They ran the least in football. I was sure. to at least. So that was a lot of Brady. They're going to have to use a running back this year. Rashad White is there. I don't see them. I agree with you, Josh. They're not going to invest heavily in a running back here because, I mean, now (laughs) with Devin White requesting a trade, they literally are going to have nobody outside of their receivers on this team. So, Yeah,
3: that defense aged quickly, and they couldn't really sign those people because they got really expensive because that team was phenomenal with Brady.
2: Honestly, Brady came at the
3: perfect time for that team.
2: Yeah, even if like a – I mean, I would say Gibbs and Bijan would immediately, you know, slot into that number one role. I just don't see them being an RB1, even with that role.
3: I uh, Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I, I just, Baker Mayfield's running this offense. I was actually joking, but in reality, Baker Mayfield's running this offense. So uh, okay. unless they're wait, doing wait, the, we're push. getting Bijan right now, and then next year we're going to go get Caleb Williams. Like, sure. I maybe. think that's the plan, to be honest. But like, if you get Bijan, you're not getting Caleb Williams, because he's going to put you in games too much. Andres. Okay, yeah. Is RB1 an RB1
2: in fantasy this year or RB1 on the team? Fantasy. Uh, okay.
5: Potential.
4: So, yeah, like it's the like if they broke out, like if they got on the team and they could have a potential RB1 season like top okay. 12. Cool. That's what I that's thought. What, so, yeah, like Greece was last year, so essentially. Yeah. Um yeah. But I get what you're saying. We'll leave it at solid. Um I don't even want to really talk about this next team because of what they've done to the running back position, but they have Christian McCaffrey. It's the San Francisco 49ers. I hate running backs on this team because you just never know. You know they're going to draft one, and that poor soul is doomed, doomed right out the gate because they're going to be stuck in that hellhole
3: of a running back room. Um, meh or dead, guys? Oh, 100% dead. I mean, Elijah okay. Mitchell's still there too. Um, and not to mention, even with the injuries, when he came back, he was actually looking. Really good, like in the playoffs. Even too down the stretch, he was looking phenomenal, and just kind of shitty for Mitchell. I feel bad for the guy because like they they brought in the best. I mean, and the, Mitchell's like still really good. And I'm actually really excited about Elijah Mitchell. I think he could be a good trade candidate right now because um, he's still buried behind McCaffrey, and I think you could actually probably buy him. So I think it's dead. You got they got the best and a pretty damn good one behind him. So yeah, I
2: would. The thing about San Francisco is they get injured so often, all the time. that... Uh, it's true. I yeah, I don't but that's... know. They've got it. They they did something. They sold their soul to the devil or something because he just takes one running back every three games.
3: Also, and no, no, he drafts one every fucking year, and they're always good. So honestly, I, I'm switching mine to meh because you never know with Shanahan. He always seems to make these running backs work, and it's stupid. Yeah. There's like okay. six drafted by Shanahan running backs still in the first lead.
4: switch. We're switching from dead to meh.
3: No, they're dead. Fuck it.
2: Let's go to the first RB one team, please. Yeah, I, like? I do like
4: that. Okay, so the next team on here, um, I went on a rant against last week, but it is the Atlanta Falcons. We're we're in agreement. This is an RB one situation, right? This is an RB one immediately. Yeah, 100 percent I
3: don't have any I don't have any debate. Okay. I don't think Is Ta- Algier's the Tyler guy.
4: Algier, yeah, exactly. He's not he's not the guy. You're not inspired by him, I don't think.
3: No.
2: Atlanta ran the second most of any team last year. They have a great offensive line. Everything here points to I mean, Tyler Algier was technically from week thirteen on last year in RB1 and he's not that talented, guys. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to hear it, but if they put any sort of investment into a running back, he's an RB1. Okay.
4: Well, I, I don't need – we don't need to get on the, the Falcons. Uh, I said enough last week for – enough for two podcasts.
3: I'm surprised you're actually taking this t- –
4: this, not taking this time. Look, to
0: pitch I'm
4: them. doomed with this. They took the best tight end two years ago. They took the best wide receiver last year, and Double now they're going to take that. the best running back this in this class. Like – what more could they do next year? They're going to get the best quarterback in Caleb Williams. So, I mean, this Atlanta team is just a hellhole. In my I don't opinion, actually think, I don't, I don't think Atlanta will get Bijan. They're not drafting him at eight. I hope not. I seriously hope not, but we'll see. I, I don't know. They, they, something about the fantasy gods just says they want to spike. They need to this.
3: protect that. They're going to get Skronsky or one of the, one of the big tackles I hope so. and guards out there. Because so. the thing is when they made that trade, A
4: couple days ago, that addressed one of their major needs in the draft uh, when they traded with Detroit for uh, what's his name. They still got a They still got to get something going on that offense. Jeff, yeah, Okuda. Yeah, they traded for Okuda, which everybody was kind of, including us, were mocking them a cornerback, and they addressed that. So it's like, well, okay, now Bijan's starting to look better, but I don't know. I still early
3: unless they do the trade back, like say Levis slips to right there, which I mean, to be fair, could. Could be the case, or it could be a Richardson, Malik Willis type thing. Malik, or Anthony Richardson could slip down the board where like Malik Willis, we thought was going to go in the first round. Didn't last year, um, obviously a little bit different because Richardson looked fucking phenomenal, but he was kind of same concept, stole the stole the offseason show and could slip down the board if a, a quarterback needy team sees that. And Atlanta really doesn't want to do this and go for Caleb Williams next year. Um, I don't
2: know. I think if Richardson falls, <sighs> you have to take Richardson. If Levis falls, you take Bijan. That's kind of where they're I'm not
3: going to get nobody. Nobody's drafting Bijan in the first ten. I will fireball bet that right now if you guys want. All right, All I'll right.
4: do it. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll
3: do that too. That Even includes the ten, right? Includes, yep, includes ten. Even okay. the Eagles. If the Eagles do, they're going to trade back with the Patriots or one of the teams in the fourteen, fifteen, and then they'll go grab Bijan. When the Eagles trade back from that tenth pick, which they will, um, I'm I'm going to start getting Bijan hopeful. But until then, <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I like it. All well, right, be on on the to Falcon,
2: the... so You won't have a choice. Right. But...
4: Don't worry. I'm, I'm already I'm prepared for that to happen to me. Um, Alright. On to the Ravens. Um, J.K. Dobbins is there. I still think that that means a running back could be in their future. And if a running back does end up here, I still think that that running back is kind of capped by with them having Lamar. But what do you guys think? Potential RB1 situation if that
2: happens? Potential. I, I would say solid because, I mean, everything sets up well for a running back. They're very old school in how they go about it, they're going to run a lot. So, solid Dobbins is an absolute stud I hope he's healthy this year because he <laughs> could have a really good year but we know Lamar' is going to take a lot of that work from him so
3: yeah I'm actually gonna go with meh here um, mainly because JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards experiment which was looking really hopeful this last year and the be off season and then the both of them got injured that was super rough for them but um I think that at the moment they're still healthy they're both still on the team I don't think they get anyone talented enough to usurp both of them and i don't think they both get injured again this year i mean and if they do it's not like what happened last year where they were out for like the majority of the season type thing so interesting and then not to Um, mention at the moment it's trending towards lamar staying there with them uh getting odell way too much money
4: yeah
3: i'm still gonna stick with solid i think um i just don't trust
4: jk that much And if a running back does end up here, I'm going to feel pretty good about that running
2: back. He was so good coming out of Ohio State, man. I just wanted to see that guy. He was. He was. At least he needs to get traded and go somewhere because I loved watching him play. Something.
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
4: For sure. Um, All right. On to the Bears. I think this is a RB1 spot, but Joe, I'll let you talk about
2: your own team. Oh, this is absolutely an RB1 spot. Cleo Herbert was not drafted by Ryan Poles. They signed Dante Foreman to a good amount of money and Travis Homer to an absurd amount of money for who Travis Homer is as a running back. They're clearly not satisfied with where that running back room is at. And we have a plethora of picks in the mid rounds after all the trades we've done. If we select someone and polls has his guy that he selects, I think he slots in right away. I know Herbert's good. I like Herbert a lot, but I don't think he's just going to run away with that
3: starting job. Um, I know this is your team, but I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you. They traded Montgomery, um, because they knew, or they got rid of, got didn't sign Montgomery, I should say, because they knew they had the exact same thing in Khalil Herbert, a younger version who is still on his rookie contract. So um, he's the dude. And then they brought in discount David Montgomery with Deontay Foreman. So they literally are the exact same running game as last year. They need to beef up on offensive line. They need to beef up on defense and more weapons for Justin Fields.
2: I, mean, I just think up. they have three average running backs on the <laughs> roster right now. If they do have a chance to snag a stud, they're gonna they're gonna take him.
3: Oh, so you think Bijan's going at number nine too? No, I'm saying <laughs> No, we're I not mean, taking
2: Bijan. Bears Twitter and Bears bleacher report community want Bijan
3: at nine. Oh the Eagles Eagles. Eagles fucking social media is just like Bijan's going there and then they're going to get in the in the th- with the 30th pick they're going to get Brian Branch and I know we mocked him there too because we just didn't place him but there's no way Brian Branch makes it there either so like I just I don't know people are just crazy insane I'm going I'm going RB1 oh my whatever. god you guys are ridiculous who's the RB1 how how? okay you're saying that someone drafted by the Bears who's not named Bijan is going to be an RB1 next year uh so you guys are wrong it could I, don't I think it could that. definitely happen. It, um,
2: Charbonnet, Miller, any of those dudes.
3: I'll have, a, ch- all have a chance. Fireball bet that they do not have a running belt running back that's even solid drafted and the the running back at uh, top 20. I don't even know what the fuck that question means. I don't know either, <laughs> but you guys are saying it's an RB one. <laughs> and I'm giving you I'm giving you like all right. So a running no back running that's back.
2: drafted solid top
4: No 20. running I'm right, saying no mean? running
3: back drafted by the bears will be a top tr- 20 running back and that's 24 you eight do
4: top 24
3: okay sure i'm already I'll giving you an extra 20. 12 uh, uh, an extra six picks but with you know, the
2: amount sure. that this team runs and the, the line was actually fairly decent at blocking for the run last year if you get a good rookie back there i think easily a top 20 give me it i'll take okay. it from you know me. you know how
4: hard this bag is to win chart. Because you have to a hope that the Bears even draft a running back, and then you have to hope that that
2: running back.
3: You never you know, know that James Robinsons and Philip Lindsay's second tough, all the time. Tough one to. I happen to win. like
2: cinnamon window window washer fluid, So <laughs> Are you in on this <laughs> well, too? Are you in true. on
4: this
3: too, Billy? Yeah,
4: no, I am. I am. I'm just like faking as I'm writing it, like how hard no, we're doing some this weird
3: to win. You, you'll know. I could have said you'll know, and you'd get there. But you guys are you wrong about not. this one. Chicago Bears are not drafting a good rookie running back as it is or if not one in general because they okay. have two good running backs already and they have way more needs to address than a running back well we're sliding this in as an rb1 even though josh
4: vehemently disagrees on to Kendrick the cowboys there count it i love that for you on to the cowboys i think we can all agree rb1 potential even with pollard there right
3: uh it's just because Bijan is just so fucking hanging out there for the Cowboys. I really hope that they don't get the best running back in another draft, but yeah, I gotta go running back one because I don't think they have the faith in Pollard and I that Bijan and that 24 or whatever pick they have is just looking like it might happen and it angers me.
4: I have to agree. I don't really have any notes. They got rid of Zeke. They're going to have to put somebody in that spot, and then Pollard, Um, as good as he is, is not able to do everything that Zeke could.
3: I I will note that Zeke's not signed yet, and I could see him coming back on a team-friendly deal. I don't think that bridge is completely burned, as it looks like. We're doing this
4: as
2: we just, where we're at right now.
4: I I, think when you cut a motherfucker
3: with an ego like Zeke, he's
2: he's not coming back.
4: Feels like no,
2: but we'll see.
4: Okay, on to the Houston Texans. They have Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary. Do we think if a running back gets drafted here that they are going to be relevant?
3: I I don't because they, once again, this is kind of Chicago Bears reference here. I think they have too many bigger fish to fry. That team is in basically full rebuild mode and they have the capital to build a somewhat competent team. They've actually, even for as bad as they were last year, they like put on a show and Damian Pierce looked great. Um, Of course, injured a little later in the season. Um, And then they grabbed Singletary for their like extra guy. I just, I I gotta, I gotta put meh.
2: Joe? I, I agree. Um, I'm really kind of jumping off the Damian Pierce train right now, but I, Mm. God, it's, I really want to go solid it's it's hurt hey, then why really, didn't you accept that trade i sent really, you if you're jumping off the
3: pierce trade? i really want to go solid <laughs> here
2: see here's what i think happens i just think houston has three running backs and they use three running backs equally i don't think there is going to be any rhyme or reason to how these backs are used that's where i'm at so give me meh
4: okay i, I was average
3: so we'll stay at meh Pierce had almost 1,000 yards in, what, 13 games and averaged yeah, 4.27 4. 4. yards per carry on the potential worst team in the NFL. I'm sorry. No, Pierce is not dead. I mean, obviously, we want to see how he comes back from this injury, but I don't think it's going to be... How long did it take him to take carries from Burkhead? Enough? Uh, Two weeks. Nah. Actually, really one week, but I think it was the second week that really did it.
4: Yeah, well, I don't think
3: they knew what they had.
4: I agree with your original point, Josh, that they have bigger fish to fry in this draft, and I don't think running back is the one that they need to be after this year. Now, next year may be a different story, but this coming season, I think it is not a situation that they need to deal with. So, with that being said, let's get on to the Colts. Jonathan Taylor still kicking around. Do we think they address running back in this spot in a meaningful way or not.
3: I think they could, but I think that this is dead because I think Jonathan Taylor just had a bad year. I mean, he broke out as a rookie. He had the best, he was the best running back two years ago. He had a bad year last year, but the Colts had a bad year last year. It wasn't his fault. He still did pretty good averaging 4.5 yards per carry. Touchdowns weren't there because the offense wasn't there. And I mean, obviously it's really easy to shut down a team. That's that one dimensional. I think the Colts address all the other glaring issues, AKA quarterback. Although I was excited about Gardner Minshew being there. Um, I was actually kind of sad when it we was the Colts, but Pittman, Alec Pierce, one more wide receiver in there. They have Isaiah McKenzie. Now. Um, I feel like they could add one more, maybe in the draft if they have the opportunity to, I think this team could be a completely different team with a good quarterback. I mean, Matt Ryan, wasn't it? So, um, I don't hmm. think that they addressed a, a backup for Jonathan Taylor, and I think even if they did, Jonathan Taylor still owns that backfield for at least one more year. There's no we're we're gonna switch. There's no switching with Jonathan Taylor. He's the best yeah. running back in that draft class a couple of years ago. So,
2: yeah, okay. it's Jonathan Taylor's party. That's what it is. He uh, could
3: lose it next year. Sure. Yeah, but he could. He I
2: doubt. I doubt he will. Um, my only thing about the Colts is Deion Jackson looked. Flip into phenomenal when he was in there mm-hmm. for Jonathan Taylor. So I think you're getting a guy, if they do draft a rookie that slots right into the number two. And we saw how valuable that position could be if Taylor does get hurt. So
3: they do still have know. Zach Moss, but they didn't like him last year. No, nobody, nobody's, Zach, nobody's ever Moss. liked Zach
2: Moss actually. And <laughs> for being honest, except for Joe, I, Except I love Zach Ma. He'll break out when one. Okay, he's, sorry. He, I meant any. He's in, any, in the, the Amir Abdullah train now. He's just, he really you know, is. He's gonna pop up, score like two hundred points, and then he will be. He'll be. And dead you guys again. better
3: have him in your lineup. We'll tell yeah. you when to. Start I think him. I think we
2: we probably go dead. I could see where Meh would be. We're gonna lock
4: in dead, but I do agree with your Deion Jackson point. It, if for some reason we never wish for injuries, but if there was one, Jonathan Taylor. Leaves a very wide lane for whoever's behind him, but we're not going to assume an injury is going to happen just for that case to be made. So, that being said, on to the LA Rams. Um, this team is a tire fire, they need a lot, but running back is definitely something they could address. So, guys, after Cam Akers died last season, he weirdly arose from the grave in the last couple weeks of the season with Baker Mayfield. Do we think they address it in this draft, or do they just kick the tires
2: and keep Cam Akers running? Can we call him the Phoenix?
3: <clears throat> just it literally feels like oh, one. He rose from the ashes. Well, Kyron <laughs> Williams was not it last year. Um, nope. I can't put running back one quite there because they don't have a first-round pick, um, and it's not going to be Bijan. Um, so I, I I, mean, you could make the argument for a running back any one. Any of the I running mean, guys could be there, though. Like if I, Zach Charbonnet uh, B- goes to this team. You Me, John, go, I, that's the thing. I actually I think this could be an RB1 situation, but I think I'm going to go solid because I will not trust in Cam Akers in fantasy football, and I would take his backup any day. Not Kyron Williams because he wasn't it. But um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go solid here because I think they can address a running back in the draft, and I think they can find one that this is like one of the rare teams that like it could be a guy none of us have ever heard of except for Billy because he watches all the college football games. Um, but like it could be a guy like someone out there that nobody's ever heard of, and it's just like, wow, this guy's great, and he's going to start. Maybe it's a preseason, the preseason show up. Maybe it's the Damian Pierce situation again. So it'll be um, Joe's Muhammad Ibrahim, guaranteed. <laughs> there it is. See, I don't even know who that is. There we are. I could actually,
2: so I'm going to go solid here. Um, I could actually see LA investing in a running back, a quality running back in this draft. You got Stafford coming back. You got Cup coming back. All this team has is offense right now. They've shipped away most of their good defensive players at this point. Well, Bomber Ernest Jones is going to be an LB1, so don't don't jump on me on that. But I can see him investing in a running back and trying to go real hard this season to try to get into the playoff spot. I doubt it happens, but I don't think L.A. in their ownership and their coach, I don't think there's a way that they just bow out gracefully on this one. So I could see him drafting a running back pretty high. Right. It's not a great landing spot, but I think he takes that job for makers right away. I
3: I actually disagree with you, and I've completely changed my mind, and I'm going RB1 now. Their first draft pick is – I didn't realize they had this draft pick. Their first draft pick is round two, pick 36, which is Jamar Gibbs written all over it, who is most likely going to slip out of the first. He could get drafted in the first. And you're right. They're just going to swing for the fucking fences because it's the Rams. They have maybe one more year. Why wouldn't they go with the second-best running back in the draft? I'm going to RB one. Actually, changing it. That's my thing. Is why wouldn't they swing for the fences here? Because I mean, and not to mention their other their other pieces are there already. I mean, yeah. they still have a pretty good defense uh, they, at the moment. They still have Aaron Donald, right? Or did and they? Have... Yeah, they do. So uh, they have okay. no, I mean, they, they have no in Rams. To do a rebuild, so
2: they have to. They have to try again. So running back makes a lot of sense for the Rams. Actually,
3: yeah, hmm. I'm actually I'm going RB one. I'm changing it. Joseph solid. He can keep that. And Billy, I guess you're the tiebreaker. Yeah, and no, I'm, I'm staying with solid just because I, I don't
4: think they go running back high. I think if they do get him, it'll be someone closer to the end. Um,
3: they have two third-round picks have, and three fifth-round you know, picks. So. You
4: know what this actually screams to me is this could be a potential Zeke Elliott situation. Like, this is where I think he may end up. That's also if I had fair. Be Zeke's be behind
2: honest. that line. He might average point one it's
4: not gonna be great but it's gonna be like
2: oh it's gonna be one of those graphics the sports center
4: puts up where it's like who's stopping this and it's like well i mean it everybody Everybody, that's That's not a very i I mean i actually hate
3: that you put those words together but god damn it you're so right billy (laughs) go to the rams i just i just
4: see the graphic in my head where it's like who's stopping this it's like cooper cup zeke and matt stafford and it's like anybody like Literally, except for cooper cup team. nobody can stop well, except cup. for cooper cup but like the rest of them it's like anybody who even plays a little bit of football could stop that um with no offensive line team, and uh, football uh, teams
2: i've just already accepted the fact that zeke's going to new england i just they're just gonna have <laughs> yeah. 50 running backs on that wouldn't fight. shock
4: me that would definitely feel like uh feel like something they would do okay let's move on to the chargers these next couple of teams i feel like we can probably make quick but the chargers we're going to assume Austin Eckler is still on the team. We're just going to assume that it's not. Well, just because we don't know if he's even going to get traded. Like, I don't even know if they would make that trade. Who knows? But like, I would say probably meh to dead, but you all can make that call.
3: I'm going to, I'm going to put meh here as well. Um, And my biggest thing is obviously with Austin Eckler there or whatever, but even though I know this is just about this year, but, Austin Eckler still could get traded. I'm just going to say that there's still a possibility. They still have Isaiah Spiller from last year too, so that's why I can't put it any higher. Um, otherwise, I'd be like, hey, they could finally actually have that backup to Austin Eckler. But I think I, I think he's already on the team. I think it's Isaiah Spiller, and I think they use him a little bit more this year too. I
5: agree.
3: Um, and I'd love to see him in a role in general. Um, but yeah, I think Eckler, he's going to play one more year here. I think he's just tired of being okay or good, but not good enough. And I feel like that's what, The chargers are so right.
4: Okay. So what are you going? Matt or dead? I'd go mad
2: just because I think they might try to get a pass catching guy in there because they only ran the ball 34% of the time last year. If they're gonna bring Eckler down, they gotta bring some pass catching up. So there's there's an opportunity. There's
3: an opportunity. I couldn't put dead because there's still that opportunity, even to be Eckler's number two. I mean, they could finally do it. I don't see it happening, but they could finally do it if
4: Okay, on to the Raiders. I think this is dead because Josh Jacobs is not giving up that job, but I would be willing to hear out if anybody has a, just a you know a different opinion. What contract
2: did he sign?
4: Good question, Joe. Let's hold Google up. real quick. Right. He got
3: franchise tagged, didn't he? I think so, but I just I'm pretty sure don't him Pollard, one. him Pollard, and Saquon all got franchise tagged.
4: I could definitely see. He said he was willing to the... run it
3: back. He said he was willing to be franchise tagged if they went out and made some moves on the offense, which technically all they did was swap Jimmy Garoppolo for Carr so far. But I assume they're going to be drafting some <laughs> wide receivers as well.
2: They got Jacoby Myers, know.
3: baby. Oh, they did get Jacoby Myers. That's my oh. bad. I did forget that. And they got rid of Darren Waller, so they're making some moves. I mean, it's 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 a weird lateral moves at this point, in my opinion. Um, I gotta put I gotta put meh here because um, of the future more so than anything like whether they you know obviously we're talking about just only this year but jacobs has been phenomenal over the over the especially rb1 last year but he's been pretty fucking great over his career so far but there's nobody behind him sorry joe amir abdullah is not that guy um and i think that if they are just franchise tagging josh jacobs and the season goes down the drain real quick they're gonna see what they have and so i gotta put meh here i can't put dead
4: I just feel like we did this exact same, th- not us necessarily, but just as a fantasy community, did this exact same thing last year with what was that dude's name? Zamir White, I think. Uh, yeah, Zamir White. And we all were like, Zamir White is here. He is. He's yeah. just on like fifth on the depth chart. But like, I just feel like that's this again. Like, we're doing it again with whoever they draft. They have like six running backs on the team. I don't yeah, think but like they're... I
3: said, if they start losing and they're doing exactly what they did last year and they have barely any hope for the playoffs, they're going to see what they got at the very least, and I think that there's still a possibility that something Phoenix is out of this. Okay. Joe, you tie-break. Dead or meh? I don't care. I'm just going to go
2: dead. <laughs> I, I will never have a Raiders running back on my team. It doesn't work that it, way, Joe.
4: Okay. On to the Washington... This says football team, but it's definitely the Commanders. Um... I don't like Brian Robinson. I don't really like Antonio Gibson, but I really don't think that they're going to spend any draft capital meaningful, at least on a running back. Does Bigger fish fry sense?
3: dead. hundred um, percent. They I, love I Brian so Robinson too. and Antonio Gibson is still on the team and he's still going to show what he has, even though they won't use him.
2: Yeah, let's go dead. I don't really care about this one either. I won't have any. they just, I just feel like they have, this, they have to rebuild
3: this. They have to rebuild this team with actual, Antonio like, Gibson <laughs> is an
2: interesting buy low right now. I hey, agree. you guys remember Javid Best?
3: Uh, yeah, Lion's I do legend. remember
2: Javid Best. Yeah, that's just I was mowing the other day, and I, I thought about him. <laughs> I love
3: that. <how>, just <laughs> mowing and I thought about Javid Best, and man, he yeah, was Javid
4: Best—he's best, one of those. He was a, a yard churner. He was—he always churned up some yards. Nice a little, a little pun there. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, on to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is the love of everyone's life. This offseason, it feels like. Uh, but I'd be willing to listen if they went running back. Uh, We've always been wishing for it, but they haven't done it.
3: Yeah, they're not going to go first round running back, which would be a great spot for Gibbs. Um, but they they got burned with Edward Solaire last year or two years ago, whenever that was, three years ago. It seems like it was just yesterday. Um, so I got to go with meh. And that's just because I don't think that they'll burn too much high draft capital. I think there's still some free agent running backs out there. I think Kareem Hunt could have a uh, homecoming with the chiefs now that he's been forgiven for his indiscretions. Um, I, I think, I think the hunt family is a little too proud for that personally, but I think that it makes sense to go and get a free agent when there's still good ones out there. So, and I think Zeke could take a team friendly deal just to be on the best team in the league and try to ring chase. So, there's, there's just options there for them to not have to go draft one in the second or third round. But they also could because they're done with Edward Alaire and they're not getting anything back on that return if they trade them. So you're right. You're right. Can we so I can see right that between solid and meh. Yeah, we need a fifth category.
2: <laughs> no, I'm, all right. Okay. I here have that fifth thing. category. Here's my thing solid is is what I would vote if they do draft a running back decently high. I think it'd be solid because they did not use Pacheco much last year. They still had McKinnon. They still had Edward Slayer in there. They still had Rojo for one. Is
3: McKinnon still on the team? I do not believe.
4: No, so. no, he's, no not. he's
3: not. He's a free agent right now. Well, I feel like they'd probably mm-hmm. just go back to the well and get McKinnon again. I mean, at the very yeah. least, if they're going to go sign I, a free I assume agent. they're going to yeah.
2: sign a veteran that would make more sense. But if they do invest in a running back, I would say it's a solid landing spot for sure.
4: Okay. Zeke, who's stopping this? Just kidding. Um,
2: yeah, I'm thought, agreeing Bill? with Solid.
4: I'm agreeing with Solid as well. Um, I think that I, as much as Pacheco had a fun Super Bowl run, I don't think that necessarily means that he, he is the answer, but I, I can see why Chiefs fans feel that way. They did yeah. get him hella cheap, so that part is good. Um, all right, moving on to the Saints. They've got Alvin Kamara. They've got Jamal Williams. They've got Eno Benjamin. Um, got a laundry list of names there, except for maybe you know Benjamin. I don't I don't know, guys. What, what What's your gut feeling on a running back heading to the Saints?
3: I, I really wanna I if this was a dynasty conversation, I would probably say solid because I think a rookie running back that they if they got him this year, it'd be good for the future. But with what they have this year, getting Jamal Williams and having Kamara there, even if he gets suspended for four to six games, however much we don't we still don't know what the hell's going on with that. But he's not getting suspended for a whole year for an assault charge. It's not great look for him, but he's not gonna not be there um at some point throughout the year. So I almost want to say dead because there's like one, two weeks that you're getting out of this rookie. Cause if Kamar gets suspended, it'll most likely be in the beginning of the year and you get Jamal Williams and this rookie for a couple weeks. And then unless he like absolutely studs out, I can see the argument for me here, but like you're getting a, ro- he's, he's going to be like that flavor of the week. If they got a rookie and Kamar gets suspended, it's gonna be that guy that like everyone wastes their uh, waiver one on, on week one, and then never plays again. The entire year because Kamara will be back in a couple weeks and Jamal Williams will take over and get those one yard touchdowns. So, yeah, I got to put that first
2: Joe. Yeah, I mean, you can make the case for any one of these slots for them. I'd go, man, that their line sucks unless the guy plays like Kamara. I don't see any way for an RB1. Solid's in play, man, man, is my vote.
4: I'm gonna go with Josh and say dead to be honest. Um. I don't like this running back situation and Jamal Williams being kind of the X factor here. I think he gets a lot of run this year. If it, if somebody does get drafted this team, I don't think they're seeing much meaningful playing time until late in the season when they may be out of the playoffs with Derek Carr or not until next season altogether. Just personally.
3: I think Jamal Williams is better than everyone thinks he is too. Like, <clears throat> I agree. I, I don't know why people don't like, he
4: just did what he did last year. People still are doubting him. Um, uh, he sense. had
3: 900 rushing yards too. It wasn't just one yard rush touchdowns unless he had 900 rushing touchdowns, which I don't think he did, but I, I'd have to check the stats. Yeah.
4: Okay. On to the New York giants. Uh, Saquon kind of cast a very large shadow, but it could necessarily, you know, could be anybody if, if uh, that for, for them. So what do we think of the New York giants? Um.
3: It's hard because with the Saquon dilemma going on right now, like I, I, I gotta say that it's solid because there could be the Bijan draft pick there. I mean, I mean, we gotta at least talk about it. I mean, I understand that it's, nobody wants to talk. It's it isn't say, camp news. It's Saquon Barkley could be traded for the same amount of picks as Lamar oh, Jackson, I it, and I would. Rather Nobody's gonna trade. trade.
4: My picks. If anybody trades two picks for running back, they're out of the league. I want them relegated to the yeah, XFL. People, I, and I we do can forget bring that, someone up.
3: Everyone hates running backs in this God league now, cool. but I just feel like Saquon Barkley with his news today. I gotta go with solid. I'm gonna put solid out there. I think that a running okay. back, Joe.
4: Is- I need somebody who's a realistic person talking. Joe, what do you think? I'm gonna go
2: solid too, man. You kidding? Me. Yeah. Okay, bro. The
4: Saquon's Giants- on okay. the franchise
2: no, no, no. tag. They don't have any money. The Giants have nothing behind Saquon. He's on the franchise tag. If he doesn't play or gets traded, that's one thing. But he could get hurt. If they're going to invest in a backup, we assume he's going to get on the field. I mean, there's no one behind Saquon. They had Gary Brightwell running around last year.
4: I mean, you're right Any sort of
2: running back investment, I think it's on the field, at least enough to be serviceable.
3: And once again, same concept as the other team we're talking about. Like, if they if they end up like losing a lot and not having a chance for the playoffs, which the NFC East has one of the toughest uh, schedules this year in general, like all four of them are in the top eight. We are not going to do this again with the giants.
4: I think that they are a solid football team. They can definitely don't it's
3: Daniel Jones running the field. If they start doing bad and they draft a rookie and they say they have Zach Charbonnet sitting behind Saquon Barkley and Barkley's on the franchise tag and he's definitely not coming back. You're telling me they're not going to use him. Like the I don't. They why why just, would they be solid? They would sign the him bullet. to a
4: long term deal if they were.
2: you
4: the going to do, do this for us, man. Do this. You know for what?
2: Us. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you all
4: outvoted me, but I just cannot believe this is where we're at. But okay. Um, do, do we need be, to talk about Philly
2: best line, I, best offense? RB. I was gonna say this RB1. feels like an RB one.
3: Well, there's already the Bijan rumors, but even if it's Gibbs, I think you still have the RB one, and that seems think, very likely. Sean well. Tucker, I think Zach Charbonnet
4: goes there. I, I would say, like, there's a lot, a laundry list of running backs. You if you put Reno
2: fucking Benjamin behind that line and he's going to put up RB1 numbers,
3: I thought I was going to have to argue Years. this more. I came prepared with facts and stuff with this one. So, <laughs>
5: Miles him Sanders, out. I want to hear him. I want
3: to catch off at right. the knees. Let's go. All right, let's go ahead and do this. Miles Sanders was a uh, standard running back 10, which is already in that one our RB1 category. And what the PPR, fuck is an RB10. He was the running back number 10 on the year and oh, standard okay, and then 15 on PPR. Uh 1,200 rushing yards on 250 carries, which are now just gone, vacated off the team. And we're going to talk about a uh, fucking injury prone dude from Seattle. I already forgot his name because I'm literally not buying his jersey. Uh, Rashad and then, Penny. I was going to say Rashad Penny, but I I, I didn't even want to say that because I Oh you're not going to buy feelings. his jersey. What a. What a hurtful thing for you. I bought do. Miles Sanders jersey and I'm still a little hurt from that. Uh and anyway, let's just put it there. And then there's another hundred okay. carries from Gainwell and uh, our boy Boston Scott, who we just had to see for another year. Um, no, if they if they get a rookie running back, he's vaulted to RB1 status just with this offensive line. Like it's just it's beautiful. They will run the ball Fair more. Enough. Hopefully, Jalen Hurts will stop doing his little QB sneak things at least a little bit more. Maybe we get a big guy who can do that for him. Yeah,
2: this is the same and... argument I had for oh, okay. Kenneth Walker last year. Rashad Penny's on the team. He's going to get sneezed on and injure himself. <laughs> Boom. Fair you enough. You have an RB1.
4: Fair enough. Okay. Well, there, there goes our Eagles minutes. So, on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have Najee Harris. So, I, you know, RB1 seems a little rich. Solid seems a little rich, too. I'd probably go in the meh category, but what are
2: you all thinking? I like Solid.
3: I actually I agree with Billy in the Mech category. I think Najee, he was my... Uh, I talked about him last week about how I i think people need to shut the fuck up about Najee Harris, but uh, they also have Jalen Warren, who they seem to adore as well as the RB2. I don't think that this person gets playing time, um, and I, I, I mean... They're not drafting a Bijan. They're not drafting a big-name guy. They're getting one later, I think, in the future, sure. But for this next year, it's Najee Harris' backfield to lose. Once again, the same Jonathan Taylor argument. I don't
2: don't think that Najee's going to have no competition going into camp in the Pittsburgh. They did make a pretty good signing on the offensive line that kind of went under the radar. I imagine they're going to build that through the draft a little bit too. I I think solid, sneaky solid, but we'll go with man. We'll do what you guys want to do.
3: Yeah, because we (laughs) outvoted you. Next team guys. is the
4: Broncos, Javante Williams, and the legend Samaj P. Ryan himself. Um I'm thinking meh to dead, but I would I could listen to something more than that.
2: Dead. I mean they're clearly not comfortable with Javante right now. Dead.
3: So. They signed Samaji Pirine. They didn't sign. I'd give a him good at least.
2: I would give him at least meh. <laughs> uh, dead. They're they're okay. really actually a very sneaky team to sign a running back. No, they're yeah. not going to.
3: Dead.
4: Meh, it is. I'd fireball back down the
3: same same concept, but I guess meh would be top thirty. (laughs) Fuck you (laughs) guys. All
4: right. Green Bay Packers, AJ Dillon. They've got Aaron Jones, the two AJs. Um, I still don't feel like running back is near, especially with Jordan Love there, is near a big priority for them. But um, what do you guys think?
2: I could listen to good or you know, solid. I'm going to listen to solid myself. Green Bay actually is a really good running back landing spot. And Aaron Jones is old as dirt at this point for running back. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I haven't had him on any of my teams for like five years now, so I mean he's really getting up there to be ancient at this point. So no,
3: actually I just realized because like the problem is, is Aaron Rodgers is still on the team. With Aaron Rodgers, they're a good running team because people are scared of them. With Ju- with Jordan Love uh, as the quarterback, they're not. You think Jordan Love is going to try to throw the ball? No, they're just going to hand it off. Yeah, but they can't do that. We yeah. saw what happened Aaron with Aaron Rodgers is
4: not on this team, guys. Just come on. He still
3: Jordan
2: technically is team. on the depth. Throw it chart. up on solid, Billy. I like it. I'm, go- I'm switching mine to me. I just
3: want the record to state.
2: Okay. Fuck I'll you're
3: keep
4: good. it. I'll keep it solid. They don't have. I don't know that this would take a lot to get to the solid. They got category, Aaron Jones. They got
3: AJ Dillon, and they don't have a quarterback. Or maybe they. It do. would take. It sure. would take a lot. It will take a lot. Okay, are to are the Panthers.
4: High. They got Miles Sanders now. 100 um, dead because Miles
3: Sanders is the goat. Dead because I that know. line
2: sucks.
4: <laughs>
0: was,
3: and, and I'm, wow I was gonna go meh um now I'm just kidding i'll put i'll put meh I was actually just okay because go, go I, miles while Sanders miles
4: Sanders one. is good I, I mean they don't have anything behind him they don't trust chuba Hubbard and rasheem blackshear might as well have not even been there last season I thought he was going to be a sneaky pickup but he was nothing he was I might as well have been out there
3: running you know Ch- chuba so. and deontay <laughs> foreman actually did run pretty well behind a pretty terrible team and that's why I gotta say meh because they chuba's seat is still uh on the table right now so
4: yeah well they got the legend andy dalton so i'm sure that'll be fine just kidding they're gonna draft somebody obviously um on to the cardinals i think this might be an rb1 situation this is an I mean, rb1 they, they don't have anybody there and with especially with kyler out i mean they definitely don't have anything going on there at all so they still
3: have james connor right i mean i don't i agree that he's nothing but i was just um, making sure. Hmm. I'm pretty sure a double check. he's done for another year. But I think he's got one more year in his contract. Well, okay. We okay. don't
4: I don't think any of us like James Conner, so
2: somehow the Cardinals have one of the worst offensive lines in the league and they averaged 3.1 yards before contact these running backs did for him last year. If you get any sort of youth and spryness that's not James Conner in there, you're looking at an RB1.
4: Yeah, I think you're right. And they did ship out, you know, Benjamin kind of cleared the path a little bit for somebody to potentially come in there. I still don't trust James Conner. I think he is a steal for this year's drafts. But if they drafted somebody there that's even remotely usable,
3: I think they have a clear path to the RB1 situation. Um, you're, you're you're wrong. There won't be an RB1 on this team in general, but I will say solid. So you guys can make your decision if you outroll me. Yes. Just because I don't believe in James Conner, and I just don't believe that who they go with here, even even if pick 34, they pick a running back. I don't think it's RB1 territory. Uh, I think that offense has a little bit more work to do, especially with the Hopkins trades lingering. I don't know what's going on. RB1
4: it is.
3: All right. On to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, hmm. RB1 because I think that this is the Bijan landing spot. It feels right. It feels what? like they finally decide that Josh Allen is not their running back anymore. And they make him an actual quarterback and imagine that team with Bijan. That's why I'm and, saying RB until
2: Josh crazy. Allen decides that Josh Allen is not the RB one on that team. I think we're looking at a meh, if not solid, I think player.
3: this team has learned over these years that, yeah, they're really good. But if they had an actual running back that they actually used, they wouldn't be so fucking one dimensional and they could actually do things and they could beat the chiefs, but we're going Until solid. they go get a good running back. I got to go RB1. Solid.
4: Okay, last two teams are the Seahawks and the Patriots. I feel like they're kind of both similar in the fact that I think they're both either dead or meh.
3: Seattle is um, solid. I feel like Seattle 100%. could be solid. Um, they, they really tried to utilize the second running back behind Kenneth Walker and I mean, okay. He, he could, that team was that team was pretty good, and if they want to keep Kenneth Walker healthy, which a lot of teams are switching to that R the two RB situation, there's pretty much nothing behind him right now. So I feel like they kind of have to. Yeah,
2: I, but I will agree. They're gonna th- have to get another back okay. in Seattle. Three Three on point one yards per contact. They're tied for number one. Ran the ball a lot. I love Kenneth Walker, but I think they. They have to do something running back. That I just saw that final. behind
4: him, behind Kenneth Walker is DJ Dallas and Darwin Thompson. So yeah, they're gonna have to bring yeah. in a running back. Um right. that's that's not a and team, especially a running team. Where and maybe it's not even
3: Rashad Penny who's injury prone. Maybe the Seattle injury staff is just terrible. Medical yikes. staff. We haven't talked about that
4: though. yet. We have not, you're right. Um, and then the Patriots, I would just call them
3: dead. They're a running okay. back Even hellhole. without um, a running back here, dead. Like, even right. if they didn't have Ramondre Stevenson, I, don't, I would want to say at least meh, because you never know what the hell Belichick's going to do with running backs. But with James Robinson and Ramondre Stevenson in town, the Patriots are dead. They're not drafting <clears> one. <throat> they might draft them, but it's not going to be good this year. Okay, so there
4: is our running back tiers. We have done them all. So if, a te- if these teams were to draft a running back in the upcoming draft, they do have an RB1 path in this draft. That would be the Atlanta Falcons the Cardinals, the Bears, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. We went three bird teams. I didn't realize when we were doing this, but uh, <laughs> thank you, Joe. Uh, and on the solid, uh, we have the Bengals, Browns, Bucks, Baltimore Ravens, Rams, Chiefs, Giants, Packers, Bills, and the Seahawks. If a running back lands on any of these teams, we do feel pretty good about their chances, but there's a definite roadblock for each one of those teams. Um, in the mech category, we have Miami Titans, Jacksonville Jaguars, San Francisco 49ers, Houston Texans, San Diego or not, ooh, San Diego Chargers. That's a fine. Uh, uh, Los Angeles Chargers, Pittsburgh Steelers, Denver Broncos, and the Carolina Panthers. Um, don't love the prospects of a, if a running back goes and lands on any of these teams. But
3: and they, then
0: could
4: some. The, they could be They could. There's definitely an, a, a – a chance it's just not very likely and then the dead teams have a running backs drafted in any of these spots we are not going to see any value this year and maybe not even next year that is the new york jets the detroit lions minnesota vikings the indianapolis colts the raiders the commanders the saints and the new england patriots that is your dead category so guys what do we think about this exercise
3: I think it was, I think it was actually pretty good. I like for one that we got to disagree again. It's been a while. I feel like sometimes we just got to talk a little shit to each other. Uh, But really number two, I feel like we overall two of us agreed on something, whether it was wrong and you two agreed on it or whether it was me agreeing with one of you and it was right. Um, (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I had to do that, but I'm sorry, but the Buffalo bills should be in the RB one category because any team running back drifter to that team is an rb1 pretty much immediately but uh especially with Singletary vacated um uh, but yeah no i mean just in general like the the rb1 and solid tier i think that like any running rookie running back drafted this team should be looked at in rookie drafts even if it is in the late rounds uh, but if you go to the mid category i think like let's just say uh somehow one of the second or third running backs like charbonnet went to the raiders i think you're immediately dropping him from like probably what would be like the seventh overall pick in a dynasty rookie draft to like 14 i feel like you almost like immediately add seven spots to one of these guys like obviously he's interesting for the future but right now you're kind of like oh i don't think i think the value would immediately hit other than anywhere bijan goes because i feel like that's pretty much like a what the fuck happened if the colts draft bijan or something like but um like I just feel like those second and third and fourth and fifth, like we might have a Gibbs situation where Gibbs goes to one of these teams. We have the Isaiah Spiller situation from last year. Like let's say, gibbs goes to the lions and we're just like well what the fuck do we do now like i think he drops down and back to the back end of the first round instead of the basically second or third pick at the moment
4: well see i'm glad we're doing this this, this year because
3: like isaiah spiller
4: for example i was really hyping him up off se- last off season i thought for sure like he was going to be one of the top running backs taken he gets drafted by the chargers a disaster like the literal yeah. disaster because like we completely I mean, he was off the board for a lot of people, including myself, because I was like, well, he's not going to hop Eckler. And even if he does, I don't even know what he is because he's not going to get a lot of the reps for the one team, but, or you know, the first team. So this, I think, is a good Uh, exercise for us to just kind of get our I think this exercise is
2: cool just because, like, I mean, the Rams before we went into this was not a team that I was considering a solid landing spot for running back. I mean, obviously they need help, but when you kind of talk it out and you kind of see where the team is and where they might go, it – Yeah, it helps a lot.
3: Yeah, honestly, if if we were if I was to do this exercise by myself and did it outside of this, I probably would have put the Rams in meh and not even thought about it. But like when we talked about it, like I was like, wait, hold on, you're onto something there. Like that could be something, and like that could be a great running back this year. And they look like the type of person who would take the swing because they didn't have that last year, and it hurt, especially when Stafford went down. It showed even more. So for sure, good exercise,
5: Bill.
2: I'm looking forward to doing wide receivers next week. Sure, I've wide receiver's gonna be, I'm sure, much
4: more contentious. But uh yeah, that's all that's all we got for this week. Um guys, this was a fun time. Joe, get us out of here.
2: Good night. <laughs>